48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Susan Lavender. The top stories. President Trump and his wife Melania test positive for COVID-19 and go into quarantine. Hong Kong reports seven new COVID cases, two of which have no known source of infection. And the Hong Kong man suspected of murdering his girlfriend in Taiwan is expected to surrender to authorities on the island this month. President Trump and his wife Melania have gone into quarantine in the White House after testing positive for the coronavirus. Mr Trump, who's often downplayed the virus and seldom uses a mask, said they would get through it together. The First Lady tweeted they were feeling good. Officials said contact tracing was underway to determine if Mr Trump had infected others. From Washington, here's the BBC's David Willis. Good morning to you and welcome to CBS This Morning. There's breaking news. President Trump and the First Lady test positive for the coronavirus. Americans awoke to news that a virus that has claimed the lives of more than 200,000 people here and devastated the economy has now spread to the highest levels of the U.S. government. President Trump's announcement came hours after he confirmed that one of his most trusted advisers, Hope Hicks, had been diagnosed with the coronavirus. She accompanied him to Tuesday's presidential debate in Cleveland. And although the president was socially distanced during the debate from his Democratic rival Joe Biden, how close the two men got to each other before and after the event is unclear. And the Biden campaign has yet to comment on developments. World leaders have wished President Trump and the First Lady a speedy recovery. President Putin sent Mr Trump a message saying the President's vitality, good spirits and optimism would help him cope with the virus. The head of the World Health Organization, Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, the German Chancellor Angela Merkel and British Prime Minister Boris Johnson have also sent best wishes, along with China's foreign ministry and leaders from South Korea, Israel and India. Hong Kong has confirmed seven new COVID-19 cases today, of which three are locally acquired infections. Two of the local cases have no known source, including a 25-year-old nurse working at Queen Elizabeth Hospital. Health officials say around 100 staff and patients were tested negative, tested negative for the virus. The other mystery infection is a 33-year-old chef working in a Japanese restaurant in IFC Mall called Muni. Dr. Chuang Shuk Kwan from the Centre for Health Protection says he went to work for a few days after developing a fever and she called on customers who have felt unwell after dining there after September 23rd to see a doctor. We do not think that the chance of transmission through the, the chef is, is very, very big because uh, she's, he's responsible for cooking the cooked food, not the raw or the sashimi and that kind of food. But still, um, because he's working in the restaurant for a few days before he is being isolated, so we don't know. That's why uh, we still appeal the um, customers who are worried to uh, get tested. Dr. Chuang reminded the public not to get complacent during the long holiday weekend as the city continues to see new COVID infections without any obvious source. We're still seeing unknown uh, cases of unknown source every now and then, uh, one or two cases. And this situation is reflecting the situation one or two weeks before. It's not um, because there's a delay in the incubation period and, and the time for them to seek uh, medical attention. So, of course, uh, long holidays, uh, many people are going out and to have social function. This may increase the risk of further spread in the community because we know that there are definitely some uh, silent 
and carry out or silent infection in the community. The Hong Kong murder suspect, whose case sparked the SAR government's ill-fated attempt to introduce an extradition law last year, is expected to surrender himself to authorities in Taiwan, where he's wanted for the murder of his pregnant girlfriend. As Violet Wong reports, Chan Tong Kai is planning to, return, to turn himself in later this month. In a short voice recording, Chen Tong Kai apologized to the parents of Pun He Wing, who he confessed to killing in 2018 while in police custody. He asked them to rest assured that he would ask his lawyer to make arrangements so he could turn himself in. Reverend Peter Kuhn, who's been assisting Mr. Chen, added the lawyer has been instructed to contact Taiwanese authorities on Monday after the public holiday and expects Mr. Chen to return to Taiwan this month. The Reverend added that Mr. Chen is thankful to Mrs. Poon, who says she may consider mitigating for him if he is brave enough to be responsible for what he has done. You're listening to RTHK. The time has just gone five minutes past 11. Armenia says it's willing to work to re-establish a ceasefire with Azerbaijan in their conflict over Nagorno-Karabakh. It was responding to a joint call from Russia, the United States and France. The BBC's Jonah Fisher is in the Karabakh capital. Stepanakert is set back from the front line, but like all of Nagorno-Karabakh, it's within reach of Azeri military drones. That means everyone's eyes are never far from the sky. There have been several strikes here in the last week. Armenia claims to have shot down some of the drones, including several near the capital Yerevan last night. But the Azeris continue to post video of what they say are successful strikes on military targets. Armenia says it is ready for talks, but with this war six days old, Azerbaijan, with the backing of Turkey, seems to believe the military momentum is with them. A wave of risk aversion has swept through global financial markets in response to the news of President Trump's positive coronavirus di- diagnosis, as the BBC's Theo Leggett reports. The news from the US produced a shiver across the European markets, with major indexes in London, Frankfurt and Paris all showing falls in early trading, although there was no sign of panic. But analysts are expecting a stronger reaction when US markets begin trading later on Friday. Early indications suggest that the three main indexes, the Dow, the Nasdaq and the S&P 500, will all open sharply down. Concern about the president's health is expected to overshadow other factors which would normally influence market sentiment, including continued uncertainty over a $2.2 trillion economic stimulus plan and what are expected to be encouraging U.S. employment figures. Official data shows prices in the Eurozone have fallen for the second month in a row. The latest figures show it's now even further away from the European Central Bank's target of below but close to 2%. With details, here's the BBC's Andrew Walker. Falling prices or deflation can aggravate economic weakness. It can encourage consumers to delay spending and it can exacerbate debt problems. It's one of the reasons many central banks aim to keep inflation substantially above zero. In the Eurozone, inflation has been weak for much of the last decade. It has slowed further during the pandemic. That's partly due to falling energy prices as people travel less, but the new figures show a more general weakness across a wide range of goods and services. This is not yet sustained deflation, and many economists think price rises will pick up in the coming months. But inflation is likely to remain weaker than the European Central Bank would like. 
Police in northern India have stopped a group of opposition leaders from entering the village of a gang rape victim who died of her injuries earlier this week. TV pictures showed an opposition MP, Derek O'Brien, falling to the ground while being jostled by police in Uttar Pradesh state. The government has imposed restrictions around the village and journalists say they're not being allowed to enter to talk to the deceased woman's family. To sports now, and with a look ahead at this week's uh, Premier League action, here's the BBC's John Bennett. The Manchester City manager Pep Guardiola will face the manager he has called the best coach in the world this weekend. Guardiola has been heavily influenced by the philosophy and tactics of the Leeds United boss Marcelo Bielsa and sought advice from him when he was considering whether to become a coach before his incredibly successful spell as Barcelona boss. Their teams then faced each other in Spain's La Liga when Bielsa was at Athletic Bilbao, but this will be their first match as opponents in the English Premier League. Leeds have won their last two league matches. Man City need to recover after a shock 5-2 defeat to Leicester City last weekend. Elsewhere, Tottenham boss Jose Mourinho travels to take on his former club Manchester United. It'll be Tottenham's fourth game in just eight days after a punishing fixture schedule in the Premier League, EFL Cup and Europa League. Champions Liverpool are away to Aston Villa, who signed Chelsea's Ross Barkley on loan ahead of the game. As well as Liverpool, two other teams still have 100% records. Leaders Leicester City and inform Everton. So can they make it four wins out of four before the international break? Leicester host West Ham and Everton take on Brighton. Meanwhile, Chelsea have a London derby against Crystal Palace. To end the news, the stop, top stories once again. President Trump and his wife Melania test positive for COVID-19 and go into quarantine. Hong Kong reports seven new COVID cases, two of which have no known source of infection. And the Hong Kong man suspected of murdering his girlfriend in Taiwan is expected to surrender to authorities on the island this month. The news from RTHK. The basic law enacted by the National People's Congress in accordance with the Constitution was promulgated on the 4th of April 1990, laying out the one country two systems principle. It came into effect on the 1st of July 1997. This year marks the 30th anniversary of the Basic Laws promulgation. Hong Kong is an inalienable part of the People's Republic of China, enjoying a high degree of autonomy and executive, legislative, and independent judicial powers, including that of final adjudication. The Basic Law protects our rights and freedoms and safeguards the prosperity and stability of Hong Kong. Live across Hong Kong, this is Radio 3. January to December We'll have moments to remember. 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 Well, we're having a longer music nostalgia because of the holiday. Starting off with this one from Manuel. Sorry, it's Mantovani. Mantovani and Claire de Lune. 